a pastry soaked in rum, coffee with caramelized sugar, and a custom of sharing. This week, we're in Naples, Italy. Traveling the world to bring you delicious dishes, tasty beverages, and interesting experiences. This is the Destination Eat Drink Podcast on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. I'm Brent Peterson. Welcome to Destination Eat Drink, the travel podcast for foodies. Each week we explore dishes and drinks from a different part of the world. And this week we're back in one of my favorite cities, Naples, Italy. Fiorella Squillante gives tours in and around Naples, including Pompeii, the Isle of Capri, and of course, food tours of Naples with her company Vesuvius vs. Pompeii. Fiorella is also an expert on the history of art in Naples. And it doesn't hurt that she's so passionate about her city. Fiorella's blog she created with her friend Alice is called Naples Fabulous. That's a great place to go and learn about the real Naples. Fiorella and I talked before on the podcast, and we got so deep into pizza talk, we didn't get to talk about the other dishes that make Naples such a special foodie destination. So I asked her to come back so we could talk about coffee, a drink that's as vital to life in Naples as water. And we talk about coffee etiquette and a beautiful custom in Naples called suspended coffee. She also tells me about the generosity of the people of Naples during lockdown. It's Quite a heartwarming story, so stick around for that. Plus, Fiorella tells me about some Neapolitan pastries, including one soaked in rum. But first, do me a favor, if you would, and tell a friend about Destination Eat Drink. Nothing's better than word of mouth, so if you like the show and know someone who likes food and travel, let them know about the podcast, too. Destination Eat Drink. Fiorella, welcome back to Destination Eat Drink. Last time we spoke, we only got to talk about pizza from the food. We got so involved talking yeah. pizza. So I wanted to have you back and talk again and, you know, talk a little bit about some of the other great things that we can experience when we're in Naples. So thanks for being back on sure. the show. Let's talk about the uh, the favorite the favorite drink of Neapolitans. Well, maybe maybe wine is more favorite, coffee. but coffee. Let's talk let's talk coffee. Yeah. Because it's not tea, it's not tea for sure, but it's coffee. This uh, is a requirement. This is this is something in the blood absolutely. of the Neapolitans. They must have see, coffee see, see, every see. day. Talk about coffee. Some of us, and I'm including myself, we have probably more coffee than blood in our veins, <laughs> right. eh? to be honest. Uh, when we say coffee in Naples, uh, obviously we mean espresso. Right. Uh, when you order a coffee in a cafeteria, in a bar, you don't say one espresso, you say coffee, because coffee is espresso. And the traditional cafe is ristretto, is very short, and it's not sugar. Uh, even if there are some very old style bars where the barman he likes to sugar your coffee yes. uh, before serving it. Yeah. So uh, you have uh, sometimes if you go to these uh, very simple but excellent places where to have a coffee, you have to specify no sugar, please, because otherwise he's putting at least one or two uh, uh, sugar spoons of sugar. But again, usually they serve it uh, without sugar, and you and uh, you have to specify if you want it longer or a macchiato, 
no? which is uh, with a little bit of milk foam, not milk, but milk foam. And uh, I mean, in Naples, we think that we have the best coffee in the world, a typical Neapolitan drinks until five or six coffees a day. But I know many people, many people who usually drink a 10 or 12 oh my coffee God. a day. Oh, jeez. See, see, I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> Absolutely. And the last one is after dinner. I have a friend, a very dear friend of mine, and uh, and he's calm. I don't know. <laughs> he's not nervous at all. He doesn't look nervous. He's very relaxed. And after dinner, he says, oh, let's go out and let's get a coffee at the bar because obviously we think that coffee uh, at a bar, at a cafe, we call it bar. We don't call it coffee house. Bar, coffee at the bar is, uh, uh, is better. And believe me, whoever enters your house uh, might be a friend or a carpenter or a plumber. If you're lucky to find a plumber eh, to fix your problem, <laughs> the first thing you ask is, do you want a coffee? I mean, uh, we we don't understand. I mean, when to us is very impolite. If you enter my house, the first question is not, do you want a glass of water? Do you want a coffee? Um, also, in a city like Naples, where people are very, very friendly, you meet somebody in the street, not necessarily a friend. And the first thing you say after ciao is, uh, let's have a coffee. So you, and we very rarely sit down at a bar table for mm -hmm. a coffee. So it takes three minutes to drink a coffee at the counter while standing. So you talk with your friend or simply to the person you meet a few minutes, and then you exit the bar and continue uh, uh, your day. So this maybe tells you why we consider coffee like a sort of a necessity, something that uh, you cannot live without. This is this is just a lovely a lovely custom that you're sharing coffee with si, with everyone si. that you meet. Always. Um, I would like to bring up another custom in Naples with the coffee, yeah. something called uh, suspended coffee, because ah, before oh, before oh, I yeah. came to Naples, I never knew about this, and then I learned yeah. about suspended coffee, and I thought this is just such a lovely idea for folks in it's Naples lovely. who just who must yeah. have coffee <laughs> that they share see, it see, but but tell tell the, tell the story I mean it's considered like a, it, it's considered like a glass of water you cannot live without water I mean you cannot survive without water it's coffee to us is the same so uh, I remember when I was young that my father uh, was always doing this it was paying a coffee uh, was getting a coffee at the bar and paying an extra coffee for the ones who need. And I was always wondering why you pay a coffee. Coffee is not a necessity. And mm. he was telling me, no, no, it is. Yes, it is. Because <laughs> my father, yeah, then he moved to Rome. I shouldn't say this because, I, I mean, my family is in Rome. I have lots of friends in Rome. But my father gave up. A drinking coffee at the cafe at oh, the no. ca at the bar because he says, "Oh, they serve you here dirty water," oh. which is not true. But we think that Naples coffee is different. So the suspended coffee, cafe suspeso, started in Naples maybe after World War Two, 
And so you drink a coffee at your favorite bar and you pay a second cafe for someone who may not be able to afford it. So the bar holds this cup, let's say this virtual cup of coffee until someone comes and requests it. So it's a one euro now, 80 cents, a one euro donation to somebody who needs so the question, my question when I was young was why a coffee and not a loaf of bread or a panini, no? Right, right, right. <laughs> because cafe in Napoli is considered as important as a basic need. It's considered like primary food. Uh, in Naples, coffee is a connector. Wherever you go, in any situation, you share a coffee in tragedy. Uh, something tragic happens, you say, oh, let's make a coffee. Uh, if you stress, you make a coffee. In everyday life, uh, happiness, uh, you celebrate with coffee. So there will be always a coffee. And also, you know that you can, uh, um, you can have a coffee delivered anywhere. Even just one coffee is delivered to your office or your <laughs> shop or your apartment. I have a friend, Shili, Alicia, the friend that I write the blog with, the Naples Publish. She lives on the fifth floor, no <laughs> elevator. I'm not joking. This is a poor delivery true. guy. And she calls the bar. They know her very well. They are almost friends and blah, blah, blah. She knows them and she ordered one coffee and the guy comes all the way up with one coffee for her. Obviously, she lives there. You know, when we get a coffee at the counter, because again, we'd never sit down for a coffee. It's very, very rare. Uh, we always leave a little tip. Can be 10 cents, 20 cents. Uh, till last year was five cents. So, but it's something, and consider a coffee bar makes 100 coffee a day. And so 10 cents each means that the uh, coffee maker, no, he has a little tip at the end of the day, even if you don't sit, uh, sit down. So you cannot start the day without coffee because coffee makes you happy. And uh, we socialize through coffee. In, and in a Neapolitan bar, you always, always chat with the coffee maker. So it's like, to, it's like sharing kindness, uh, friendship, and also uh, much more. Sometimes you walk in the street, there's a street vendor, and it tries to sell you, I don't know, a pair of socks. It doesn't tell you, oh, uh, uh, it's uh, one euro, no, for example. No, maybe a pair of socks is not one euro, is more. But whatever they sell you, no, street vendors, they, they say, can you pay me a coffee? That means, uh, can you leave me one euro? Mm. It's not, they don't ask you for the euro. Also, beggars, when they ask for money, sometimes they say, can you pay me a coffee? So this tells you why the suspended coffee is so important. The, no? the, the coffee has become a currency, a, a form of a form of money see, rather see, than, see? The, you know, the other yeah, thing, yeah, absolutely. Fiorella, the other thing that I really love about this suspended coffee custom see. is when someone comes in and redeems yeah. the suspended yeah. coffee. This is a stranger. This is someone you don't know. They could come yeah. in hours later and say, uh, do you have any suspended sure. coffees today? Also there, days later. Days, also days later. Yeah, but there's yeah. no there's no judgment to no, this person about, oh, no. wh why do you have to have a free coffee and someone else? It, it's, it's just, this is part of the culture. No, no, and this is what uh, I love about it so much. 
And you know what? I, I'm always saying people that um, uh, Naples, I'm in love with Naples. Again, I move with my family to Rome. I, I love Rome. Eh? I'm not saying Rome is not beautiful. But uh, what I'm trying to say, I had to come back to Napoli because what I think is that my city is not only a city which is wonderful because we have it all. We have the sea, we have the mountains, we have the art, we have the nice climate, uh, everything, really everything. But what I think is unique about Naples is that you live in a big city, which is the third largest city in Italy, you know, after Rome and Milan, with the highest density of population, but you still live a life like in a small town. So what you were saying about people entering a coffee bar and asking, is there a cafe so special today? Nobody will judge. Nobody will judge uh, if it's an older man, if it's a student, the, the, the bartender, uh, the barman, the coffee maker would never ask him, oh, why don't you want go to work? Why are you ask it? No, they make the coffee and happy to share. And sometimes in some of the bars, uh, if they realize that the person who's asking for the suspended coffee, it's a person who really needs the you can be sure that they pay him they offer him also a croissant or something to eat you can be 100 nice. sure yeah. during the covid the lockdown i mean it was published also on on a, an american magazine which i don't remember which one was uh, people were putting these baskets hanged from the balconies with food so that people who were walking in the streets during the lockdown, if they couldn't go to work, because unfortunately, unemployment in Naples is really hard, it's really bad. There's a very high percentage of unemployed people and some people work without a contract. So during the lockdown, there was no possibility to go to work. They could get the food from these baskets. That is that is such a, a sign of genero a generosity of the people of Naples. Generosity, and I think, is uh, civilized. Is civilized. We are sometimes Neapolitans are considered loud, too theatrical, <laughs> uh, which is true. Which is true. You know, I was born in a very posh area of the city, and now I live in one of uh, the areas which, in the historical center, but in an area called the Sanita, which is considered like a jungle crazy, <laughs> right. which I love. And I have to say, some of the neighbors are a little bit too colorful, maybe a little <laughs> bit too loud. <laughs> but but uh, this is what you see every day. People help each other. And uh, even if they don't know you, they trust you. They trust you. They're not suspicious and they help you. Imagine uh, that now, you know, I read somewhere that um, a famous coffee house chain in UK started the, suspend, uh, the suspended coffee campaign, no? And now th this trend is becoming popular also in other countries, in other Italian cities. In the meanwhile, here in the area where I live now, those eclectic Neapolitans famous for their generosity, they have invented the suspended pizza. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. So you go, you go to a pizza place. I mean, not me, somebody you need. Because usually, I mean, not 
every time, but most of the time is people do need. There are also people that probably go and they uh, ask for the suspended pizza, even if they can pay for a pizza. But uh, usually it's people who need that. Uh, for example, uh, a elderly people, or they go there and the pizzaiolo makes the pizza and gives it. So we have now the suspended pizza. I wanted to go back and, and talk about one thing about coffee, because you said something that, that I found very interesting, Fiorella. You said um, in Naples, normally the espresso comes without sugar. And I would like See. to I'd like to ex- share an experience with me, beca- uh, with you that I had in Naples, yeah. because it was something that just uh, I, I still remember to this day. I had an espresso in a place in the um, Vomero neighborhood and Mm-hmm. The way that they made the the espresso was they took they had the little ceramic cups and they would yeah. they would store them in very very hot water. They wouldn't store yeah, them on the absolutely. shelf. They would share them uh, store absolutely. them on the on this on in this hot water. And then they would yeah. take it out and in this place they would put the sugar in the hot yeah. cup. And what would happen is because it, the the cup was so hot, the sugar would yeah. begin to caramelize. It melts yeah, it yeah. begins to caramelize. <laughs> then they add the espresso in, and it was so simple, but it was one of the most glorious bits of espresso I, I had ever had in my life. And I know you said I know you said no sugar, but I love the sugar this. I love the espresso this way <laughs> with the caramelized sugar. Yeah, and you know what? You said something very important, which I forgot to say. The cup. The cup has to be super hot. Sometimes you cannot put the lips by the cup because you burn. Hmm. But the reason why is not only because it's uh, to sterilize the cup so that it's uh, not for hygiene, but the main reason why is because the hot, the heat of the cup keeps the flavor and the smell of coffee for, uh, I mean, more intense. This is why, as you were describing, the cups are into this uh, extremely hot boiling water. And they use pins, no, to take the cup out. Yeah, you couldn't reach your from, hand in there. You from burn the your water hands. because you cannot touch it. Yeah, you burn your hands. Yeah. See, see. And the sugar, you're right, it melts immediately. Then there is another habit, for example, in some of the Neapolitan bars, they ask you if you, instead of sugar, want the cream of coffee, which is not a cream, but it's simply the very first, the very first drop of coffee, which is more dense, mixed with sugar. So you can make this at home as well. eh? You take the very first drop of your coffee coming out from the mocha, and you put uh, like two spoons, a teaspoons of sugar in your cup, and then you start mixing very quickly. It becomes like a brownish cream. And so the sugar melts and becomes creamy. And when you add it to your coffee, makes your coffee even thicker. Mm. Uh, And this is how we like it. We like thick and strong coffee oh hmm? man we don't like the dirty water no, as no, my father no, said no, no, dirty water in rome <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna make everyone in rome angry <laughs> oh my god no there is a place in rome next to the pantheon when you can have an, an amazing coffee yeah? so i beg the pardon of everybody but my father was born uh, in naples and he's an older man so you know he moved to rome but 
Naples is still in his blood, yeah. Naples coffee. That's why it's so critical. Uh, I don't want to offend anybody. No, no, no. Of course not. So yeah. with our coffee, we must have we must have a little pastry, a little dessert, oh a little sweet of some oh kind. God. And Naples has their yeah. own little pastries. Talk about some of the different pastries we'd get. Sure. Allora, pastries from Naples. Uh, this is, uh, we can talk forever, but I know we don't have time. So maybe we want to talk about uh, the most famous, uh, which are probably the Sfogliatella and Baba. Yes, mm? yes, my two favorite. Your two favorites. Well, I'm a big fan of Sfogliatella. I'm not, I, I'm sorry to admit that Baba is not my favorite pastry, but since I love pastries in general and I love Neapolitan, Desserts, I eat baba also. But anyway, the sfogliatella, uh, you know, that uh, originated uh, from the Santa Rosa, which is another wonderful pastry that was invented by the nuns of a convent in the Amalfi Coast, in the convent of Santa Rosa, which is now a fancy hotel. This convent, 1,000 feet above sea level, uh, that was originally built as a theological university and then in the 15th century became this uh, convent dedicated to Santa Rosa da Lima, is the place where those uh, nuns, uh, thanking God, uh, we have to say, they invented this pastry, the Santa Rosa, which is uh, the crunchy, uh, delicious crust is the same as the sfogliatella, but the filling is a little different because uh, the Santa Rosa is filled uh, with uh, custard cream and black cherries, oh, okay. while the sfogliatella, <laughs> I'm making you angry, the sfogliatella <laughs> is filled <laughs> with ricotta cheese and uh, orange peels. Yes. And some cinnamon and other flavors. So we have the sfogliatella in two versions. The crunchy one that looks like a seashell. And then we have the round shape one, which is the soft sfogliatella. So the crunchy is called the riccia, while the soft is called the frolla. And uh, the sfogliatella in Naples... Uh, um, I mean, it was a famous, probably the recipe from the convent of Santa Rosa arrived in a convent in Naples, the convent of Santa Chiara, the convent of San Gregorio Armeno, where the nuns were famous chefs of uh, famous producers of uh, sfogliatelle. And then the baba. As I told you, I mean, baba is not my favorite, but I can eat baba if uh, I, I mean. If you're forced to. Uh, I'm not saying it's not good, but uh, I'm not uh, like, uh, even if uh, the baba is uh, another icon of the Neapolitan pasticceria, this uh, very spongy cake with uh, its mushroom uh, shape, uh, dress with this syrup made with rum, sugar, and water. That's the part I like, Fiorella. <laughs> 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 the way I was describing, you know, I, I need a baba now because I said it's not my favorite. I didn't say I don't like it. <laughs> so baba, uh, even if it's, a, again, it's a, like a Neapolitan symbol, you know, many gadgets in Naples, they have the shape of the baba, like uh, uh, key rings and stuff like that. But uh, it originated in Poland. It arrived uh, right, in Naples. Right. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, at the Naples Royal Court from Poland. Um, Baba lovers, they like the one from Skaturkio, 
for example, Scaturchio is an old pastry shop in the center of uh, Napoli, or Vomero, the area you were mentioning before, where you had your coffee already yes. sugared. Um, in Vomero, there is Bella Via that makes a very good uh, baba. While one of my favorite baba, I think, is the one made at Popella. Popella is in the Sanita area. When I live and eat, as you can tell, <laughs> I'm not fat. I eat a lot. But um, Popella makes, I think, a great papa because papa is not easy to make. Uh, I mean, uh, it, the, the dough has to rise properly and has to be very spongy. You need lots of oils, no? lots of bubbles in the dough. Popella is famous for another pastry. And I'm glad I mentioned Popella because I can tell you about my weakness. I mean, this is one of my, I'm addicted to this new entry in the Neapolitan pasticceria, which is the Fiocco di Neve. Fiocco di Neve was invented in 2015. Okay. By this uh, man called Ciro Popella. And if we want to translate the name, uh, is a snowflake because it's this uh, puffy, delicious little brioche which is oh. filled with the cream. Oh my gosh. Oh, I cannot stop. describe it because. <laughs> I know. No, let me finish. Just the cream. <laughs> Just a little bite. One more bite. Uh, it's filled with this cream made with sheep ricotta cheese. And then there must be a secret ingredient, like a little bit of whipped cream or so on. But it's unbelievable. Fiocco di neve. So next time you come, yes. we go to Popella for the original. Because now many pastry shops are trying to imitate but nobody is able to make it exactly um, so good i mean because also the brioche has a very uh, peculiar consistency in this play oh my god so good well we're going to go all around naples fiorella and we're going to sample all the all the brioche si, with cream no and, and we'll decide which one which one is really the best <laughs> so yes this you is... are the judge <laughs> This has been <laughs> such a great joy talking to you because, first of Thank all, I love you. Naples. And then you have just opened my eyes to some things that I, I didn't experience when we were in Naples last time and that I've got oh, to. I want to hop on a plane yeah. right now and, and be there and, yeah, uh, and yeah. try some Unfortunately, stuff. we cannot travel. You know, I'm doing virtual tours yeah. on Zoom. Yeah. Which is not the same. Yeah, we'll have a link to all your stuff in the show notes so people can get in touch with you, Fiorella. But I want to thank, thank you, you for being on the program today. It's just been wonderful speaking to you about uh, your city that you love so much, Naples, Italy. Thank you very much. Thank you to you to give me the possibility to mention all these wonderful food and monuments also eh, of my city. Grazie. I'll tell you, I'm still blown away by the idea of people leaving baskets of food dangling at street level from their balconies for people in need during the lockdown. Kudos to you, Naples, but I, I guess it shouldn't surprise me. I mean, after visiting Naples and learning about the custom of suspended coffee, the generosity of the people of Naples is palpable when you're there. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Next week, we will be in Costa Rica for coffee and chocolate and lots more. While you patiently wait for that show to drop next Friday, 
get on over to DestinationEatDrink.com. I've got tons of foodie travel stuff from all over the world. On my blog this week, there's a short story about a train ride in Sicily. You can see that at DestinationEatDrink.com slash blog. And if you're listening to this when it drops on Friday, March 19th, today is St. Joseph's Day, a huge celebration throughout Europe, but especially in Italy. And Italian-Americans love eating zaples on St. Joseph's Day. So uh, I've got a link in the show notes about Zaples and the history of Zaples and why we eat them on St. Joseph's Day. You can get that in the show notes as well as everything else from this episode at radiomisfits.com. Destination Eat Drink is distributed by the Radio Misfits Podcast Network and the man at the top, Ed Silla. Thanks, Ed. I'm Brent Peterson. Wear your effing mask and I will see you down the road. Join us next week for another culinary adventure on Destination Eat Drink. A presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network.